Hello, hello, this is your papa, here as a guest reader. Graham Ninny finally let me in on the action. She's letting me read Where Love Is, God Is, by that wonderful Russian author Leo Tolstoy. In a little town in Russia, there once lived a shoemaker named Martin. He had a tiny shop in the basement of a house. Through one little window, he could look out and see the feet of those who passed by. One night, when he had finished his work, Martin took the lamp, set it on a table, and sat down to read his Bible. He read about the man who invited the Lord to dinner at his house, but did not treat him well. Martin took off his glasses, laid them on his Bible, and pondered. Oh, if the Lord came to my house, how would I behave? he wondered. Then he put his head on both his arms, and before he knew it, fell asleep. Martin, he suddenly heard a voice nearby. He started from his sleep. Oh, who, who is there? he asked. He turned around and looked at the door, but no one was there. Then he heard the voice again. Martin, look out into the street tomorrow, for I shall come. Martin rubbed his eyes, but he did not know whether he had heard the words in a dream or awake. He put out the lamp and lay down to sleep. The next morning he rose early and said his prayers, and after breakfast he sat down by the window. He looked out into the street as he worked. Many different shoes trudged past. Soon a man named Stephen came by. Martin knew him by his shabby boots. It was his job to shovel away the snow. The man was old and broken down. He had to stop and rest every few minutes, for he did not have much strength. Martin went to the door and called him. Come in and warm yourself a bit, he said. I'm sure you must be cold. Bless you, Stephen answered. My bones do ache, to be sure. He tottered inside and sat before the fire. As he drank warm tea, he noticed that Martin kept looking outside. Are you expecting anyone? Stephen asked. Oh, no, not, not really, said Martin. Well, you see, last night, as I was reading my Bible, I began to doze, and I heard someone call me by name. Then I thought I heard someone whispering, Expect me. I will come tomorrow. I am embarrassed to admit it, but now I keep looking for the dear Lord. Stephen finished his tea in silence, then rose to go. Thank you, Martin, he said. You have given me food and comfort for both body and soul. He went away, and Martin sat back down by the window to work. Soon a woman passed by in her peasant shoes. Martin looked up through the window and saw that she was a stranger poorly dressed, with a baby in her arms. Her clothes were ragged. She had hardly anything to wrap the baby in. Martin went to the door and called her. My dear, come out of the cold. You can wrap your baby in a warm place. The woman was surprised to hear the shoemaker calling to her, but she followed him into the little room. Martin led her to the fire and gave her some soup and bread. She looked so cold, and her dress was so thin. While she ate, Martin went and looked among his things. He brought back a blanket. Take it, he said. It's a worn-out old thing, but it will do to wrap the baby.
bless you, friend, said the woman with tears in her eyes. After she had warmed herself, Martin saw her out. After a while, an old woman came by with a sack of apples on her back. She stopped to rest in front of the window, placing the sack on the ground. Just then a boy in a tattered cap ran up, snatched an apple out of the sack, and tried to slip away. But the woman saw him and caught him by the sleeve. She began pulling his hair, and the boy screamed. Martin rushed out the door and ran into the street. Let me go, the boy cried. I didn't do anything. Martin separated them. Let him go, Granny. He won't do it again. The old woman let go. The boy tried to run away, but Martin stopped him. Ask her forgiveness, he said firmly, and don't do it another time. I saw you take the apple. The boy began to cry and say he was sorry. That's right, said Martin. Now, here's an apple for you. I will pay you for it, Granny. I should take the rascal to the police, the apple woman yelled. He's just a boy, said Martin. God tells us to forgive. That's true, sighed the old woman. After all, it was only his childishness. As she was about to hoist the sack on her back, the boy sprang forward, saying, Let me carry it for you, Granny. I'm going that way. The old woman nodded and put the sack on his back, and they went down the street together. When they were out of sight, Martin went inside and sat down again to work. Soon it began to grow dark, so he lit his lamp and worked a while longer. After he finished a boot, he gathered his tools and swept the floor. Then he placed the lamp on the table and took his Bible from the shelf. As he opened it, yesterday's dream came back to his mind. Suddenly, he thought he heard footsteps behind him. He turned around, and it seemed as if people were standing in the dark corner. A voice whispered, Martin, don't you know me? Who is it? muttered Martin. It is I, said the voice. And out of the dark corner stepped Stephen, who smiled and then vanished like a cloud. It is I, said the voice again. And out of the darkness stepped the woman with the baby in her arms. The woman smiled and the baby laughed, and they also vanished. It is I, said the voice once more. The old woman and the boy with the apple stepped out. They both smiled, and they too vanished. Martin's soul was glad. He put on his glasses and began reading the Bible. At the top of the page he read, I was hungry, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. A few verses later he read, As you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Then Martin understood that his dream had come true. The Savior had really come to him that day, and Martin had welcomed him.